You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Vinny Iron. When I'm not doing this, I'm writing about NFL and fantasy football, among other things, at sportingnews.com. Here we've got to roll on. We're getting close to the end of our slow play analysis of our 12-team half-point PPR 17-round mock draft. Now, we had individual shows breaking down all the selections for our 12 fictional teams through 10 rounds. Now to expedite things, because it's not as critical here once you get to that mostly starting lineup fill-out there, minus uh, kicker and defense through the first 10 rounds. Late rounds are a little bit different. You're looking for depth and backups and all that. So what we're going to do here is uh, break down rounds 11 through 13 here, how they went down here in our mock draft. We did a self-mock draft looking at these 12 teams. And then uh, tomorrow, finally, we'll look at... Uh, rounds 14 through 17. So then we'll have fun with all that with uh, grading these teams, kind of looking at what their strengths, weaknesses are. I think the grades sometimes they get assigned right after a draft are questionable because we don't know a lot of things. But here it's going to be more of looking at the scouting report, strengths, weaknesses, how these teams did, if one team uh, did a little bit better than the other, if one position in the draft or certain spot the is more favorable. I don't think so. Usually that's not the case. And we're trying to make these teams as even as possible, making all the decisions to kind of give you an idea of what kind of teams you can build here. Now, make sure you're checking out all the great shows here on the Locked On NFL Network. We've got you covered with our teams here as they all prep for training camp. So check that out on the network. Uh, whatever your favorite team is in the NFL, we have you covered here, even in the offseason, just like with Locked On Fantasy Football. All right, so let's uh, dive right in here to round 11. That means uh, it's an odd-numbered round, and that puts our team number one back on the clock. Now, let's uh, just run down here what these teams look like in the starting positions. We won't go specifically anymore with where they were taken in a particular round. You can check that out on any of our previous shows here that were up. So catch up if you want to get the full analysis each round one through ten, but we're going to look at the snapshot, what these teams are trying to do to fill out their rosters here. So what we'll do is we'll do a round in each segment, and we'll still bring the piece of advice. We've been offering 12 pieces of advice with every show. We'll still do that here. We'll just do it over three rounds. So looking at uh, the snapshot and what the thoughts are going into some of these teams' heads. All right, let's start with our team number one. Let's look at their starting lineup so far. Patrick Mahomes is their QB1. Christian McCaffrey is their RB1. Miles Gaskin is their RB2. Their uh, wide receivers are Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, and Curtis Samuel. Mark Andrews is the tight end. The depth players here that have been acquired so far, Javonta Williams and Devin Singletary at running back. Michael Pittman there at wide receiver was the last pick here 
that we broke down in round number 10. So they do the turn here. Now, it might have surprised some people that Devin Singletary went ahead of Zach Moss in the Bills' backfield. But look, this team needs to get some more options here. They know that they have uh, the gold mine in McCaffrey, but he's coming off an injury. You got Gaskin is a pretty good RB2. Javante Williams has some upside. So you can kind of see what you can get out of the Bills' backfield. We're not sure if it's still going to stay a slip split between Singletary and Moss. We're not sure if they're going to adapt to being a better running team here. But it's worth a flyer two rounds later after taking Singletary, you look at Moss here. So we want to see what that Bills running game can do. We feel their offensive line's better. Their passing games are going to open up the running game a little bit more. It's an established elite offense here. So Moss would seem to have uh, the upside in terms of power, running, and touchdown. Singletary more in our half-point PPR format. That's why we went with Singletary over Moss as team number one in, in this mock draft. So Moss is the selection here. And the piece of advice that uh, will permeate throughout the rest of this draft, it's okay to take chances on the same backfield two different members. And that's what you have here with Singletary and Moss. A couple options. Again, you're not counting a lot on this, hopefully, if you're team number one. You've got CMC and Gaskin, and Javonta Williams is a pretty strong RB3 if he can emerge as the lead back with the Broncos at some point or get a key significant role there. So, again, this is not a bad time to take the chance. You have some depth. You have some flex options there if it works out between these two guys and Williams. So, yeah, it's okay to take chances on the same members of the same backfield. In essence, you're playing the lottery ticket game. Sometimes you're playing the handcuff game straight up for who you've got, but you're also playing the lottery ticket. They're peeling off, scratching as many chances as you have at running back to really be productive. And you cannot have enough running backs in fantasy football. We know that's kind of the adage there, but it's okay to take chances on members of the same backfield. Then we had our next pick was Alexander Madison for the team that took Dalvin Cook in the first round. So they had uh, Justin Herbert as their QB1, Dalvin Cook and Najee Harris as their top two uh, running backs on team number two. Their top three wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, and DJ Chark. TJ Hawkinson's the tight end. For depth, Michael Carter, RB3 there, looking for the Jets rookie to be productive. You have Jarvis Landry's wide receiver four, and Tyreek Cohen was the previous pick. Taking a chance that he'll rebound as a key Bears receiver out of the backfield as an RB4. So Alexander Madison now goes to team number two. For now, he looks like still the backup. Didn't look as good when he had an opportunity film for Dalvin Cook, but clearly the number two there. And team three wants to follow suit in getting their backup here. When you look at uh, what they had, Derrick Henry and Antonio Gibson in their backfield, their starters there. Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, and Deontay Johnson, their starters at wide receiver. Then Aaron Rodgers at QB1. Robert Tunyon, Rodgers' favorite target from last year that wasn't Devontae Adams, is their tight end one. They got Joe Burrow as their QB2, hedging their bets on what could happen to Rodgers, trying to get the upside two quarterbacks. Ronald Jones is your RB3, and Jerry Judy is your wide receiver four. So again, they go with J.D. McKissick. They take care of their insurance a little bit. McKissick, a little change of pace, different from the way they use Antonio Gibson in that Washington offense, but he's the closest thing to having value should Gibson sit out. So double handcuff here between Madison and McKissick. So locking up handcuffs when it's clear makes sense. And for now, the Vikings situation is clear. I know they drafted 
Rookie there that could usurp Madison for now. That's the way it looks. McKissick still the better choice there behind Gibson for the Washington football team. Now, the next team is going to add uh, Marvin Jones. That's team number four. Let's look at their team really quick. Uh, Alvin Kamara and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire are their two top running backs. Their wide receivers are Justin Jefferson, Cortland Sutton, Robbie Anderson, and now Michael Gallup, the previous round for depth. So that cried out that they were hurting a little bit at wide receiver three, had a little bit of knee concern at wide receiver two. So get Marvin Jones here of the Jaguars, their third Jaguars receiver after uh, LaVisca Cheneau went in round 10 and uh, DJ Chark, as we mentioned, to team number two way back in round six. So taking a chance that Marvin Jones will have a key role there at some point and kind of just stacking up some wide receivers. You have Dallas Goddard as your tight end one. You have Kareem Hunt as your flex, top flex at RB3. Trey Sermon with an RB4's upside. And Kyler Murray as your quarterback. So Again, it's okay that we talked about being weak at wide receiver uh, and at that spot. Uh, if you're going to go for multiple options of wide receiver three, you can uh, help yourself there with production. Now, let's uh, look at uh, the other picks in this round. Uh, we'll continue here. And uh, team number five, Josh Allen's their QB1. The running backs, Saquon Barco is the first round pick, J.K. Dobbins, third round pick, so... Barkley and Dobbins in the backfield. Starting wide receivers are DK Metcalf, Cooper Cup. For now, Chase Claypool. James Robinson is an RB3 in the flex. They also added uh, Will Fuller, hoping that he will have a big year with the Dolphins, transitioning for the Texans as wide receiver four. They got Dobbins' insurance and uh, Gus Edwards as their RB4 in round number nine. And they just started adding their tight end. Tyler Higby is tight end one last round. So they'll go back to the tight end well and Evan Ingram. So hedge bets when needed at tight end and at quarterback. We'll get into the quarterbacks here at the end of this round here. But yeah, this team waited a long time to get, get a tight end. Not completely sold to Tyler Higby without Gerald Everett will have a big role. Evan Ingram, I know now he has to share with Kyle Rudolph, but he's still a key receiver. This Giants offense, especially in the passing game, could have some upside. So Hedging bets a little bit there by waiting long at tight end, getting a couple options potentially for a streaming platoon situation. We're up to team number six in round number 11, and uh, they took Aaron Jones and Joe Mixon. Those are their starting running backs. Later they got Damian Harris and then protected Jones with A.J. Dillon as their RB4, so they've got four running backs. Lamar Jackson in round five is their QB1. Their wide receivers, round three and round four, Terry McLaurin, D.J. Moore, then they added T. Higgins. And Logan Thomas, round eight, was their tight end. And the last pick here in the 10th round was Antonio Brown, who was wide receiver four. So Higgins and Brown were a little bit of transition there with some of the other things going on in those receiving core. So this team wants a little bit more upside, and they're going for Jalen Waddle as wide receiver five here. So makes a lot of sense. You got the veteran Brown, you got Waddle in there as a young receiver. Higgins in year two, Waddle is a rookie, Moore in year three, Terry McLaurin in good to full breakout mode here. So good mix portfolio of wide receivers here for team number six. All right, let's look at team number seven really quick. Jonathan Taylor, RB1, DeAndre Swift, RB2, Travis Etienne's in their flex is the RB3. Their wide receivers are A.J. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, and Odell Beckham Jr. They also added Tyler Boyd there for depth. QB1 is Tom Brady. They added Jamal Williams behind uh, DeAndre Swift as a bit of a handcuff there. and They waited until round 10 to address tight end with 
Irv Smith of the Vikings. So, need a little bit more wide receiver depth, just like uh, Team 4 with Marvin Jones, Team 6 with Jalen Waddle. They're good with Jameson Crowder. Looks like he's definitely going to be in the mix for the Jets working the slot here, and he could be the key receiver here for Zach Wilson. You know, they got some guys on the outside they're excited about there. I, I think uh, Corey Davis, we saw him go in round 9 to team number 9. Jamison Crowder definitely could be the number 2 option here for the rookie quarterback. Let's go to team number 8. They uh, looked good uh, there with uh, most of their early picks here. Tyreek Hill, Robert Woods, and Juju Smith-Schuster are the th- top 3 wide receivers. They added Devonta Smith for depth there. Then Cam Akers, Chris Carson, Raheem Mostert are their top three running backs. They also added Daryl Henderson in the last round to protect Akers. QB1 is Dak Prescott. Tight end one so far is Noah Fant. So we want to go back to that, back to our analysis for what we saw with Evan Ingram go. Mike Isecki. So this team is also hedging bets here. Noah Fant the quarterback situation a little bit iffy. Gusecki making the transition full-time to Tua Tagvola. So give yourself some options there. That goes right into team number nine selection. They had uh, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, and Tyler Lockett as their top three wide receivers. David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs, and David Johnson are their running backs. Kyle Pitts, they took a chance on him in round six. The rookie from the Falcons is their tight end one. Added James Conner for some depth of the Cardinals in round eight as an RB4. And we mentioned Corey Davis. And last round was uh, Matthew Stafford. So they waited long to take their quarterback. So... Similar philosophy, get Matt Ryan here. So Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, inseparable buddies. One plays in Georgia, one played at Georgia. They're good friends. Put them on the team together as a good platoon option, just in case Stafford doesn't pan out the way we expect there in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, now you have uh, Matt Ryan, his buddy. So you have some options there to uh, stream and uh, platoon and look at the matchups week in and week out. So team number 10, uh, so again, hedge bets when needed at tight end quarterback. Team number 10 going in a different direction. They have Nick Chubb, Miles Sanders, Leonard Fournette, and Latavius Murray, their last pick in round 10 as their running backs. Russell Wilson is the quarterback. With wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Cooks, and Devontae Parker. At tight end one is Darren Waller. So they can go any direction here. The pick is going to be T.Y. Hilton. We went with... Michael Pittman on this board in round 10 there to end round 10, but we don't know who the Colts' top receiver is. Is it Pittman? Is it Hilton? Is it Campbell? You have a new quarterback there in Carson Wentz. So again, Murray was the pick in round 10. This team follows it up with Hilton as a wide receiver 5. And finally, let's end with teams 11 and 12 here. Uh, looking at the rest of their teams, uh, team 11, Stefan Diggs, Mike Evans, and Debo Samuel is their top three wide receivers. Then they added Marquise Hollywood-Brown as their wide receiver four. And running back, they have Austin Eckler, Mike Davis of the Falcons, Melvin Gordon of the Broncos there. They added Naheem Hines for a little bit of depth there in round 10. At tight end, they jumped on George Kittle in round four. So uh, Jalen Hurts is their quarterback in round eight. So that says we're not completely sold on Jalen Hurts. Let's get... Another option here, that screams for Trevor Lawrence as a QB2. So, yes, Trevor Lawrence goes this high as a QB2. He's got some good weapons. Heck, we're drafting Chark and Cheneau and Jones pretty high here. There's some weapons. And don't forget about Robinson and Etienne. Lawrence could surprise many as a high-end QB2. So, you're not sure about your QB1. You're hedging your bets again at this position with Lawrence. 
Team 12 wants to hedge their bets a little bit as well, too. They have Ezekiel Elliott, Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake, and Tony Pollard to protect Elliott in the backfield. Travis Kelsey is their tight end one. That wide receiver of Chris Godwin, Amari Cooper, Jamar Chase. And just last round, LaVisca Cheneau tied to Lawrence. Ryan Tandil is their QB. They took him in round eight. So now they're taking a cue from team number 11. Sometimes a QB stream is better than reality. So, look, it's nice to have QB options. If you don't have that elite plug-and-play every week of Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, this is okay to go in this direction. And Tannehill, we know, can be a QB1. He's pretty solid. He got Julio Jones. But Kirk Cousins also had some very good production. So now you're set. You can play the matchups, avoid the tough ones, just like uh, team number 11 with Hurts and Lawrence, Tannehill and Cousins. Sometimes a QB stream is better than reality. All right, that takes care of uh, round number 11 here. Let's uh, take a break here, and then we'll get into round number 12 in our mock draft as we go the other way, turn the corner for team 12, and go back to team number 1. I do have to remind you the bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. But baseball season is in full swing. We're heading towards the all-star break. Big runs here by a lot of teams there. Check that out. And don't forget, uh, we're almost at the NBA Finals. The conference uh, championships are at stake here with the Suns and Clippers, the Bucks and Hawks. And we're into the Stanley Cup Finals as well, the Lightning versus the Canadians. So a lot of action there, even when NFL's off here. Get all the latest news and odds for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, and channel, and all your UFC MMA action at Bet Online. Before the next pitch, puck drop, or tip-off, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in the game as the teams get closer to their championships and uh, get ready for the second half of the baseball season. Head to the website or your most, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online. Bet Online. Your online sportsbook experts to get that 50% welcome bonus, just enter the promo code locked on. We'll be right back here to break down round number 12 of our 12 team, 17 round, half point PPR slow play analysis mock draft. All right, let's uh, continue the show here, pick up where we left off so that we were at the Michael Phelps position, and that's what it hit. It's Olympic time. I know Phelps is not competing, but when he hit the wall and come on the turn and bring it hard here. So Kirk Cousins was the pick here for team number 12. We're going to go with uh, now Darnell Mooney. Yeah, remember him? The number two receiver for the Bears. Could have an improved situation here with either Andy Dalton or Justin Fields. So adding a little depth here. We only have four receivers. We have to decide between running back or wide receiver here for the depth if we want to avoid reaching for defense or kicker. So Darnell Mooney is the pick for team Number 12. Team number 11, uh, they want some running back depth, so they go in that direction. They might have looked at Mooney as their wide receiver five, but now they're going to go with Philip Lindsay. We know that uh, Texans' backfield is up for grabs here. David Johnson was an option there, and he went uh, well before here to team number nine in round number seven. So, again, getting a piece, Philip Lindsay, we know what he did with the Broncos. He could easily be the main man there with David Johnson's injury history. Team number 10 uh, goes with uh, Baker Mayfield as their QB2 behind Russell Wilson. Good spot for Baker Mayfield. He is a pretty good QB2, but you don't want to trust him as a guy that you want to stream at, at the top of the stream here. Wilson, we know, is durable as they come. You may not use Mayfield for more than a week, but we also know Wilson faded down the stretch last year, and Mayfield gets hot. So team number 10, good backup situation there at quarterback. Team 
Number nine in round 12, they could look at wide receiver or running back as well, looking for the fifth option there. They go with Sterling Shepard. They feel like this Giants offense could be really special here, so going in that direction here at that spot. And uh, then we look at uh, team number eight. They're in the market for a backup QB. They do have Dak Prescott, so they have to be a little bit careful with his ankle injury if he's not fully at full speed here. So they go with Carson Wentz as their QB2, as their QB two, I should say. So well, Baker Mayfield, Team 10, inspired Team 8 to make the pick here. Wentz and Mayfield, Wentz is kind of like in a similar Mayfield situation. He's being whispered to probably be a running game, play action, trying to get fixed in that way. So it's okay to be inspired by someone else's late pick. And certainly Team 8 rung a bell that, okay, Mayfield's off the board. we got a quarterback coming off a major injury. Let's go with someone similar with some good value here. So Wentz is there, and we take it like that. Now, the next picks here, team number seven uh, gets their second tight end behind Irv Smith with Jonu Smith. So getting a piece of the Patriots action. Uh, so team six inspired by that pick. We want a little bit of piece of the Patriots. We're going for James White still in the mix as they're receiving back. Half point PPR, he has a little bit more appeal there. And uh, we... Go to the next pick. It's team number five. It's uh, Jalen Rieger as their wide receiver five here behind uh, a good mix of big play guys. Remember, this is a big play team looking for that. And you have Chase Claypool and Will Fuller. And now you get another one with the speed of Jalen Rieger, potentially the number one receiver of the Eagles. We saw Devonta Smith go several rounds earlier in round number nine to team number eight. So Jalen Rieger, worthy flyer here. Rob Gronkowski is on the pick spot here for team number four and again they took Dallas Goddard but hedging the bets with Gronkowski Gronkowski has a lot of appeal maybe on the surface but keep in mind OJ Howard on the men there that's going to complicate things at tight end very crowded at wide receiver as well so you like to take Gronk higher than that but you can't and finally here the next tight end in this round to go in the last tight end is Hunter Henry. So remember him, he's now sharing with Jonu Smith. So again, this team inspired by, okay, Jonu getting a piece of that from team number seven. Robert Tunyon is the top tight end here. So maybe get a little bit if there's some tight end touchdown regression from Tunyon, go after Hunter Henry. So so a couple pieces of advice. Again, you're inspired by those picks. You see other tight ends go. And you always operate with the best information you have. And that's what you have right now. Gronkowski is the tight end uh, kind of co-number one there. Henry and, and Smith are equal in New England. Wentz needs to be, to be dependent on running back. So always operate with the best information you have at the time when you're making picks uh, there. And we also have to keep in mind here, as we look at the last two picks, Team 2 going with... Uh, Daniel Jones is their QB2 behind Justin Herbert. And then Nelson Aguilar. So a lot of Patriots in this round to round things out for team number one. Except the Patriots are always tough to figure out. So look how many Patriots win in this round just by the way it is. Round 12 seems like a Patriots round, doesn't it? Like getting some pieces. I would avoid the quarterback situation until we know more. But just in this round alone, we had Joni Smith. We had James White. We had Hunter Henry. And now Nelson Aguilar. So... Except the Patriots are always tough to figure out. It's not always going to work out. These late-round picks, that's why it's a little easier if you have to say goodbye or go away from the situation. And with team number two, the piece of advice, too many potential breakouts is a good problem. So you have Najee Harris there. You have TJ Hawkinson. You have DJ Chark maybe going. You have Michael 
Carter maybe breaking out as a rookie. Now you have Daniel Jones behind Justin Herbert, and Herbert may be up to another notch of breaking out here. So very interesting to see that for sure, but too many potential breakouts is a good problem. Don't worry about if Daniel Jones is very good, and and we could have just waited for Daniel Jones and didn't get Justin Herbert. Daniel Jones or Herbert might have an appeal to trade to a team that has a lesser quarterback situation at one point. So it's okay to draft a good team. It's okay to have some tough decisions in your lineup from time to time. That's a good problem to have. If you have more talent, it's better than the alternative here. So, again, uh, that concludes our look at uh, round 12 here. We have to go back the other way for team number one in round 13. We'll do that in our final segment. But I have to tell you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. The only way to find out what your favorite Built Bar flavor is is to try them all. And you have nine core flavors that you have to check out. Just listen to some of them. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So some of the options there. There's something for everyone that you can check out. For me, I love the brownie ones. I love the double chocolate, salted caramel, anything with extra chocolate. And you know with every built Bar, you're going to get a bar covered in 100% chocolate. Soft, easy to chew, very smooth there. They also have some special flavors they can check out. I, I'm trying the grasshopper now. It's a minty one that's uh, delicious, like a cookie. So they'll have some special built bars they can check out. But again, uh, the best way to try all the built bars is getting a mix box where you get two of each of nine flavors. There, most of the flavors have 70 grams of protein, up to 18 grams for some, between 130 and 180 calories, between four grams sugar, four grams of net carbs, and five grams sugar, five grams of net carbs. Nine amazing core flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Look out for those special flavors as well. Order it and get the mixed box of uh, what you like. You can also uh, just get all the same flavor. If you like one flavor, go for it. However you do it with Built Bar, you can't go wrong. You'll love it all. You just go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, we'll uh, wrap things up here on the Lockdown Fantasy Football with a look at round 13 of our mock draft and the analysis. All right, we're up to round 13, and we haven't mentioned defenses. So, hint, hint, we could have some defenses come off the board here. This is where I prefer. I don't like these defenses that come out in round 8, round 9, 9, 10. Let's wait here till this round. So, wait for it. It's coming. Team number one, they have... Mark Andrews at tight end. They just took Nelson Aguilar and uh, Zach Moss in this last two picks here, rounds 11, rounds 12. Uh, let's look at uh, Blake Jarwin. He was off to a pretty good start for the Cowboys. I know he's their fourth option behind uh, Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and Michael Gallup, but there was something special going on last year before he ripped up his knee. So let's look at Blake Jarwin, take a flyer on him here again. It's a good year to have good tight end depth because, again, there are some top tight ends, but Elsewhere, you can have some tight end depth and have some fun streaming some very good options here in 2021. So, the next couple picks here, uh, Miko Hardman to team number two as a wide receiver five here behind a pretty good set of players. And Henry Ruggs the third. Yeah, the Raiders young receiver in year two as a wide receiver five to team number three. And uh, the next pick for team number four, adding some depth there. Is Tevin Coleman as their RB5. So taking some pieces there, they have uh, Trey Sermon, who could be the new Tevin Coleman in San Francisco, and, and Tevin Coleman in the Jets' backfield now. So you never know when you'll find a potential wide receiver too. So Miko Hardman, Henry Ruggs the third, they're wide receiver fives, but they certainly have that potential 
here. Uh, team five goes with the first defense off the board to, to add to their starting lineup, the Steelers. So it's between the Rams and the Steelers. The Rams are the very next pick to team number six. So Steelers, Rams here. Try to contain yourself and draft special teams defense at the right time. This is a good time to do it to me in round 13 when you filled it out and there's not a lot of as inspiring picks there at the other position. So you get those two picks and then in team number seven follows that up with Brashad Perryman and wide receiver six. So Hardman, again, could easily be the number two with uh, Sammy Watkins gone in Kansas City and could have a bigger role behind uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Henry Ruggs could have a bigger role for sure behind uh, Darren Waller here for Derek Carr. And Brashad Perryman, look, someone has to catch him on Detroit. Everyone's gone here. Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, Kenny Galladay, Brashad Perryman, and Tyrell Williams are so far their best receivers now. So Perryman could surprise here. He's had value before with the Bucks and Jets the last two years. So again, you never know where you're going to find a potential wide receiver too. And again, try to contain yourself in trying to draft a defense special teams. Uh, Rashad Penny goes to team number eight. So this kind of follows what Tevin Coleman did is you're drafting the system. We know that Michael Flores being in that zone blocking great system to the Jets. We know that uh, the Seahawks have a pretty good system as they change offensive coordinators. So you're trusting Rashad Penny. Could be a plug and play if he has a rebound season. You did have Chris Carson earlier as team number eight. So that does make a lot of sense. So this late you draft the system is part of it. So Looking at that, team number nine goes for a tight end, getting some depth there. Jared Cook takes over as the new tight end for the Chargers, lead role with Hunter Henry in New England. This backs up by Kyle Pitts, just in case. So again, good year to have good tight end depth there. And it continues with the end of this round. Team number 10 goes with the Ravens. So Steelers, Rams, and Ravens go in round 13. They followed. Try to contain yourself. Draft defense special teams at the right time. And I think... Those three teams did it based on what else they had. And we close with a couple more tight end twos here. Cole Komet and Austin Hooper. So not a lot of pressure at Cole Komet. A little bit of upside there with team number 11 as they took George Kittle. We know he could be injured, but I think Cole Komet could have a big role there uh, getting the job over Jimmy Graham more consistently this year. So that's good. And then Austin Hooper, you've got Travis Kelsey here. Austin Hooper hopefully will be a one-week-only proposition for you, so you can uh, just get a little depth there just in case. Travis Kelsey in a very physical position uh, gets breaking down. So you also like the systems here. Komet and Hooper can help there. So all these things tie together. So last four piece of advice again. This is a good year to have good tight end depth. You never know when you'll find a potential wide receiver too late in the draft. Try to contain yourself and draft special teams at the right time, not too early, and waste that pick. And this late, you often draft the system over the talent of the players there. So still four more rounds to go. We'll break those four rounds, how they went there in our final look at uh, this uh, round-by-round situation of our 12-team, 17-round half-point PPR mock draft. Then we'll put it all together, assess these teams, Get them all in the books and see how they all did to see what they reach for. See who looks stronger and uh, figure that out here and uh, break that down for you. So we'll have a post-mortem there after we uh, do our look at rounds 14 through 17. So I hope you've enjoyed looking all the way through rounds 13. This has been excellent. We've had 11 shows here to get to 13 rounds. So check out any if you missed there. So check it out here on Locked on Fantasy Football. 
Make sure you're also checking out Locked On Today. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Murkowski updates you on all of the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us there. We're Locked On Fantasy Football. This has been Mini Iyer. We'll see you next time again with a look at our final four rounds of our mock draft.